in these last few days, we really want to use the time that we have left before we all go on holiday and we all forget about what we've been through this year to highlight some people that are still going to be making a difference while we're on holiday and drinking gin in the sun and getting a tan um, and maybe take some of those people with us in our thoughts and think about how we are going to be better human beings in 2021 to each other and to ourselves. And on the line is our Alison Machetta and Carolyn Slabbit from Lucas School. And we're going to be talking about the school, about special needs, about how we can be better humans towards kids with special needs, but also how maybe we can help them, especially leading into next year. Hi, ladies. Welcome to the show. Morning. Hi Jenny, very nice to to hear you and be here. Thank you for taking the time. I know that you guys must be super busy, um, especially with the jobs that you have, but also in the year that we've just had. So just quickly, a little bit of background. What is Lucas School? Where are you? How did you start? Um, and what do you guys do? So Danny, um, the school started seven years ago. Uh, um, I had a little boy 13 years ago who um, was born with the deletion of a chromosome at the end of chromosome six. Um, and he's got a huge amount of challenges physically. Um, um, he's got every part of his brain that is damaged. He's got no peripheral vision. He's got no hearing. Um, so we've gone on a hell of a journey with Luca. He spent five months in NICU on life support. They did not wow. expect him to survive. And the doctors had basically said to me, Alison, you know, this little boy is never going to walk. He's never going to talk. There's not much you can do for him. And that's where my challenge and my adventure started. Um, and I was in corporate at the time working very long hours and Luca was my fourth son. Um, and I had to find a school for him. So it was quite difficult. Um, and eventually after four schools later, I just said to my husband, that's it. Um, I have to do this for, for my boy. Um, and we opened Luca seven years ago. And Luca is now walking, talking, and he's busy doing his grade two. And he's such an inspiration. I have the most awesome children at Luca School. Um, it's such an honor to be able to work with special needs and to give back and to know that you're making a difference in the world and a difference to every little child that comes here. So we are very blessed. And um so excited. We, we've got a school um, property in Blegauri, um, 45 Sussman Avenue. And um, so we, prior to COVID, we had um, 67 children that attended the school. And then obviously since COVID, we've, we've dropped in numbers. We've lost, unfortunately, 28 children. And obviously our children are all sort of... Um, uh, immune compromise so it's difficult for the parents over this mm. COVID time um, we take children from birth to 21 years so cerebral palsy undiagnosed syndromes autism wow. cognitive okay. delays down syndrome uh, we've got children that we actually feed through pigs through the stomach um, CP kiddies we've got a little one with a trackie so um, yeah and we're now opening up a center for low vision and blind children so it really is an awesome um, inspiration to be able to see our little ones that have got so many challenges and how much they love life um, and, it, and, and how much we can give back every day. No, I, can, I can't even imagine. But I also, I've, I've got to, you, you know, like obviously you, you have a baby and 
your baby is different to other babies and that's fine. Moms will always find a way and deal and fix and, you know, and carry on. But are there points where you go, oh, I can't do this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do this. Um, and then how do you go from that to I've got this, we're fine? Um, yeah, I think, you know, Danny, nobody, no parent, I think, would put their hand up and say, listen, I would like a special needs child. Yeah. And these things happen. And I mean, Luca was my fourth little boy um, and um, it wasn't anything genetic. So just it was an arbitrary thing that happened. But um, and I, I do believe, you know, not that we we ask for it, but I do believe that um, there's a reason for everything. I'm not the same person I was before Luca was born. Um, and there are many, many days that um, I would, uh, me and my husband, um, you know, how do we get through another day? How long is he going to survive? I mean, coming out of hospital of, of five months, being on life support and him um, spending his first three years really in hospital with stopping breathing and having to resuscitate him and all of those things so you learn a lot um and you learn what's important in life um you know it's all nice to have nice things around you and drive a nice car and have a nice house and all of that stuff but those are not the important things um and and um god god has worked the walked the journey with us as well and um he's blessed us in so many ways um there's been so many miracles that have happened for us to even open the school so um i do i do believe that um you know he's been he has been um part of our family and we've been in a position just by opening the school to change other people's lives and that's really what life's about I, you know what, I think there are so many moms that are listening to this today going, wow, you have just changed a life. Like, I don't think you understand what you've done. I know you're in it and I don't think you can, you can, you can understand like your journey and your struggles have opened the doors for so many more moms to go, I don't have this, but it's okay that I don't have this because you guys have this and you guys are going to teach me how to do this. So yeah, tell me- I think you- yeah. We learn, we, t- we learn from each other as well. You, I think that's the only way that we do actually really, really learn yeah. is, is through community and you've created this incredible community. How do you go from being a mom in corporate to running a special needs school? Surely there's a lot of like training and medical aid training. And Carolyn, maybe you can also speak to this, um, that we, that we maybe don't even understand when, when it comes to special needs children. Yeah, I think it's uh, um, absolutely. I mean, being in corporate and going from a corporate environment, which I was in for 28 years, and into a special needs environment, specifically from a school point of view and the kind of needs that our children acquire. Mm. So obviously I've had to surround myself with a fantastic professional team, which I have, and it's taken a while. I mean, it's not an overnight process to find the right team, but um, we have a fantastic team, and I'll I'll let Carolyn answer that. Um, But um, and that's what it's about. It's about surrounding yourself with the professionals, with with the people that have, are like-minded, that we have the same goals in place and the same requirements that we need to, to, to get our children where we need them to be. Carolyn? Yes, thank you. Um, I think that's what's so astounding by this environment is that we can say that we've learnt 
um, a lot through getting degrees and going on courses and studying and doing our own research. But actually, every single day is a new learning curve because you can have 10 different children on the spectrum and every single one of them is completely different. Wow. Um, um, what's so nice, I think that the huge thing that we've learned is open and honest communication in the most gentle way possible. So respectful of each other, as well as for the parents' needs and their feelings and for the children, um, empowering everybody as much as we can. So we're very fortunate to have our therapists on site. So our teachers who are BE ed trained and not in special ed, but we've got on courses. And then we've got our assistants who've done the first aid and the childcare training. And then our therapists each have their own strengths and by getting together and brainstorming about each and every child in itself um, gives us a way forward. And, and I think we also have to learn to walk before we run. Um, mm. We have to think of small goals. And that's sometimes where the therapists step in. We've got these ideas and goals that we need to work on in the classroom. And they are really um, instrumental in guiding us in how to break those goals down into steps that we can manage and it's like that elephant in the room you you take one bite at a time mm -hmm. but because we've got each other to go and chat to and talk about and we're very supportive of each other we are able to give the very best for our children and I think that's very evident in the way that they are so happy and calm yeah. and yes you get bad days um, but there's not one day that goes by that somebody does something that we can all just celebrate and we've got a different kind of normal, I think. I think this is our normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that that's beautiful that, you know, we all have different normals, um, no matter what it is that, that it is. Um, but to embrace it and to love each other and to help each other and to, to, to create the sense of community is so important. But also, um, you know, we as – I really don't want to say uh, – can I say, I, I, what is the right thing to, to refer to myself as in this conversation? Teach me how to be. <laughs> it's different because we sometimes go with what the parent feels comfortable with. And then the therapists help us along those lines. But we often say neurotypical children or okay. it's hard. sometimes the normal does pop out. Um, and I think that because everybody knows that everyone is in it um, for the love and investment of the children, I don't think anybody worries about what word you use. <laughs> mm. You're going to be so careful. I never want to offend anyone. Okay. So I, I'm going to say coming from a home where we have neurotypical children, um, how can we as both kids and grownups be better? Like what conversations should I, should I be having with my nieces and my nephews around meeting people who are not same, um, who are a little bit different, who maybe react very differently in class because of the way that they're stimulated or, or what affects them? What should we be saying to our kids and how as grownups can we be reacting in these situations to make everyone kind of comfortable as opposed to uncomfortable and feeling different? I think the most important part is that children are children and they are incredibly honest. And I think that is so refreshing. But I mean, they can come up to you and say, gosh, is there a baby in your tummy? And you're just thinking, no, it was COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, people can worry about those things. And I think it's, it's kind of people to try and manage the situation. But I think the bottom line is treat others as you wish to be treated yourself. So don't be frightened. 
that little person also wants to join in and play and be a part of your engagement. And I think that's it's easier in our environment because we do teach some sign language and we've got pod books, which are pictures you can point to. So our children don't really see each other as different. And sometimes they do, but the toleration is, is very high. And um, with the neurotypical children, just to say hi, just to wave, they were actually going to make that child's day. And, and sometimes the frustrating part is that you may not understand what that little person is saying back to you. But I think just the engagement, just the ability to go say, hello, do you want to come and play or um, ask the mommy, can you bring her to come and play with us? I think that would be the, the best in this environment. Um, are you guys taking in enrollments for next year? Like, how does it work? Where, where can we find information? All right. So, um, Danny, we've obviously got our website. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. Um, and um, the best thing to do is for parents, obviously, to send us an inquiry on, um, on a, from via our website. Or they can phone. I mean, my cell phone number is on there. Um, the office numbers on there as well, um, and um, just give us a ring or pop us an email, and um, we'll obviously set everything up. We've got um, we're actually closing tomorrow, so um, but we are always available even right through December. I will come in and do interviews if parents are interested. Um, and we just take them through the school, we take them through our programs and, um, you know, go through a little bit of a history on their child and see how we can help them and make sure that, what, uh, and, you know, them joining Luke is what's best for their child. Yeah. I love this. Guys, thank you so much. I have linked the websites in the article on jackarandfm.com. If you want to go and check it out, go and have a look. I've also linked the Instagram page so you can go and see. Um, and maybe the more we share it, obviously, the more kids can possibly go and join school and be helped. But also the more moms might breathe a sigh of relief. So please share it far and wide. It's on the Facebook page, Jackaranda94.2. Um, ladies, any parting words of wisdom for us since you seem to be very wise? and together and obviously that means that you are all the time so what would you like to leave us with i'd like to go first quickly and just say um there's always an ability within a disability we it's our job to find the way to reach each child nothing is impossible and our little children's motto says it all on the back of their t-shirts it says yes we can mm -hmm. Alison? just from my side danny and obviously you know um um, we, we've just recently opened up an MPO and um, it would be fantastic if, if there were any big corporates out there or anybody that would possibly um, help in any way um, to keep us going just because of, of uh, what's happened over COVID. And just a shout out um, to my parents um, that have pushed through this year um, and parents that have paid their school fees even with their child not coming back for this whole year, has been an absolute blessing. Um, uh, we, we love our parents to pieces. We love our children. And uh, I want to thank you, Danny, for allowing us to have this chat with you today. Oh, no, always, 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 always. This is what the, our job is for, um, is to, to just create a platform for everyone to be able to share their stories and to hopefully uplift one person. That's, that's all that we want. Wonderful. Enjoy your holiday. I hope that you get some holiday um, and that your phone does <laughs> stop ringing and your emails do stop coming through. But um, 
please keep. Are well, we hoping not? So. <laughs> yeah, don't mind. It's like a day, just a day, just one day of nothing would be great. Just, just to switch off and recharge. But you guys must have a stunning festive, and thank you so much for your time. Thank, thank you, you Jenny. Go well. Have an awesome Christmas. You too. Bye.